0: You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What is up, L-State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, a daily look into the world of Mississippi State Bulldog athletics. I am your host, Taylor Jones. Locked On Mississippi State is a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck, and be sure while you're there to write Locked On in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need it's all at rockauto.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at lockedonMISSST and be sure to send us uh, your questions ahead of Mississippi State and LSU week. You can do the same thing on Instagram that username is the same lockedonMissState lockedonMISSST. If you're not on social media and would still like to connect with Locked On Mississippi State, just shoot us an email lockedonmississippistate at gmail.com. We've got a big show lined up for you today. Coach Mike Leach uh, talked with the media yesterday ahead of the LSU game, and we're going to be breaking down a couple of the big points that he talked about ahead of LSU and kind of what Mississippi State is looking like plus what he is thinking about LSU. It's kind of a strange year. It's a new head coach. He's installing a brand-new system that not a lot of people on the team were used to, except Will Rogers. Will Rogers knew what he was doing. Um, and you're having to get ready for the defending national champions to begin with. You're not opening up with New Mexico like was originally scheduled. You're not getting a you know smaller tier team to tune up a couple of things. You're going into Death Valley right away to open up the twenty twenty season with a brand new offense. Uh, a very limited amount of time that you could spend with the players ahead of that. You finally get time to do that now and you're running around with your hair on fire or so Mike Leach says, you know, it could be a lot easier than, uh, than we think that it is, but yeah, we're going to go into that right now talk about what coach Leach had to say in his press conference today, uh, talking about his own team, talking about LSU, talking about his uh, preference of soda and what the most important part about doing a press conference is every single time that he speaks with the media. We've also got some news, not from Mississippi State, but from the state of Mississippi, that I think is just very exciting, very fitting for what the state of Mississippi is doing in the year 2020. So we'll start our press conference coverage right now with uh, how how has it gone for Coach Leach during this very unusual year And how is he feeling now that game week has arrived? Here's Coach Leach.
1: Well, we're all excited about that. I think it's gone for me like it has kind of for um, everybody in the SEC and uh, what would it be, the SEC, the ACC, and the Big 12. I mean, it's gone the same for me as those guys. I mean, we're very, very excited we get to play. We're thrilled that uh, we get to be with our guys. And, uh go out there and practice and then we're really excited about the game uh coming up and uh and we're even more excited because you know we're um we started uh, two weeks later but um <clears throat> i think that um uh you know just the there, there's there's been the ups and downs and the distractions and so working through that and so <clears throat> i guess in our case we work through the distractions wait them out really and then um uh You know, but when we hit the field uh, just try to embrace all that and uh, you know, and I do think uh, There's been a lot of enthusiasm because I think that uh, on our team's part. There's a certain amount of uh, relief uh, When they get out there and they get to play because it feels normal it feels structured Uh, It's a period of time where it's not distracted and then it's a breather from uh, you know, just some of the joyless atmosphere that's uh, been going on. So
0: He brings up a pretty good point to start the show. It's kind of like every coach in the SEC is going through this right now, even if you're a first-year guy like Sam Pittman at Arkansas or Lane Kiffin at the school up north or Aliyah Drinkwitz over at Missouri. If you've been there over a decade like Nick Saban or you've been coaching for over a decade uh, like Coach O and Gus Malzahn, this year is different for everybody. This year is very unique. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of new practices that you need to follow, a lot of guidelines you need to follow, social distancing, wearing a mask, uh, limiting how much time you can be around each other. There's even There was even a delay in the start of the year. We we're supposed to be starting at the beginning of September. Now it's the last Saturday of September coming up, and we're finally getting the SEC season started. But at the end of the day, they're going to get on the plane on Friday to head to Baton Rouge. They're going to go through walkthroughs at Tiger Stadium. They're going to get to the hotel. They're going to get up on Saturday, uh, go to Tiger Stadium for a 2.30 kickoff. They're going to put on the pads. They're going to go through warmups. And all of that goes away for about three and a half hours. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's what they're looking forward to. Just kind of getting back to a new normal that uh, we haven't been able to experience in quite some time. Uh, The next clip we're going to play is going to be talking about uh, how the offense attacks the opposing defenses. This is a very intriguing thing to follow when it comes to the air raid system. Uh, It was brought up that Mississippi State's offense last year tended to kind of go on what the defense was giving them, and they tried to scheme around it. Uh, maybe try to build up some plays to kind of see what the defense was throwing at them before they made their decision what they're going to do. But the air raid system is completely different. The air raid system is what are they giving you right now? Are they in a 3-3 set? Are they having five defensive backs? Are they having six defensive backs? Well, that's what they're giving you right this second. You've got to attack right then. You can't leave any regrets. You can't slow down when attacking this defense. So here's what Coach Leach had to say about how his offense attacks the opposing defenses.
1: (sighs) Uh, A little of both, I I would say, well, first of all, um, you know, the defense is going to decide where the space is. I think offense, you know, what you're trying to do on offense is create space. On defense, you're trying to restrict space. I think, And I really think that's the simplest way to describe offense and defense because, you know, people give clinics that can go on hours or even days on, you know, what somebody likes on offense or what offense is or what defense is. Um, But in the simplest terms, I've always thought defense, they're trying to restrict space. Offense is trying to create space. So, um, you know, the defense is going to dictate what they run. The other thing, you know, about defense, um, um, you know, there's a point to where uh, you know, the, the, you, you can't block everybody, so you better have a plan because somebody's got to hold the ball on offense, you see. So defense can can always bring more than you can block. And um, so within that, uh, and we refer to it as leverage, uh, leverage in numbers. Um, you know, how many do they have? How many do we have? Uh, um, <clears throat> are they off? Are they on? And, we, and of course, then they're going to try to disguise it and cover it up and so we try to sort that but then the other thing is is, um you know i try to have uh plays a a number of plays that have a lot of options okay so like for example um you know in this defense this guy will probably be open okay but in that defense the other guy will probably be open and i'm okay with that and then we just have to get our eyes in, in the right place and execute um, and then, of course, the defensive guy is going to say, "Well, we're going to transition faster than you can execute." And if that's true, we're in for a long day. Um, but um, the, you know, I, and I think that that's. Uh, uh, I try to have multiple options on it, and then try to get a beat on what they're doing and react to that. And so, in other words, uh, tailor the calls around it. I mean, do, do we have a list? Everybody's got a list. And yes, we go down the list, and if it's got – if the play's got enough dimension to it, we might call it anyway. Um, But then, um, you know, within that, uh, uh, you have to have the ability to to check and react at the line of scrimmage, and I think that's important, and I think that needs to develop as a strength because uh, just like uh, uh, defense can always bring more than you can block – uh offense always gets the last say of what they run and if you make good choices and judgments on that uh you know then your odds are better so and uh so it's a little bit like betting horses you want to get good value on the horse you know
0: and as usual during monday press conferences the depth chart was released there were a couple things on there that we were looking at including the wide receiver position we'll talk about that we'll also talk a little bit about the running backs in just a second here on Locked On at Mississippi State. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock the parts that you need in one of those traditional chain storefronts. You have to endure the pointless and seemingly intimidating questions while the counterman just orders the parts on his computer and choosing the only brand that his warehouse happens to carry, that's not the brand you like. That's not even the part that you want. You have computers with access to rockauto.com right now. You're probably listening to this podcast on one of those computers right now. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Can you believe that? I didn't believe it at first, but hey, they sure do have it. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, you can get everything you need in just a few easy clicks. You can even get your parts delivered directly to your door. Best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and they're the same for those professional mechanics and those do-it-yourselfers on Sunday afternoon. So why would you spend up to twice as much for those same parts when you can get those same parts at a low price at rockauto.com? Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts that are available for your car or truck and while you're there, when you go to checkout, write LOCKED ON in How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that Locked On Mississippi State sent you to rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Talking about a couple of positions on the depth chart right now, one that really stood out to me is at the wide receiver position. Osiris Mitchell was a guy that I thought pretty highly of last year. And uh, talking to KJ Costello, we even mentioned it on the show last week that Osiris Mitchell had, uh, he was up to task for what was expected of him this year. He uh, had 430 yards, six touchdowns. Both of those stats led the team. And Costello mentioned that, uh, yeah, he got thrown to a pretty good bit last year. He was able to make some things happen. But this is the air raid, baby. You're going to be getting thrown to a lot more. More receivers are going to be getting thrown to a lot more. And he was ready to step up to that bigger role in this more receiver-friendly offense that allowed the quarterback to really throw the ball nice and well. K.J. Costello expected to have a big year because of this offense. But when you look at the depth chart, you'll see that Tyrell Shavers edges him out at the Z position. Is this something that we need to worry about?
1: I don't know if they if if they really edged out you know per se. Um, you know I th- I do I do think Shavers has been more consistent lately, but you know we're going to play with eight receivers and um, roll them in, and so Cyrus, Osiris is right in the thick of it. I mean, really, it could say or you know, but. Um, um uh I do think Shavers has practiced more consistently lately. Um and I do expect uh I do expect Malik to play uh, quite a lot. You know, I think they both will and it'll, in, in the end. It wouldn't surprise me if it came out even. So he even
0: goes back and mentions that right now. Osiris Mitchell can't completely count him out on that. Instead of seeing your normal three or four receivers get a lot of touches, you're probably gonna see up to eight. So uh not that big of a deal right now. Um another Uh, part of the uh, depth chart that we'll see is, of course, the running back position. We haven't had a chance to talk much about running backs here on Locked On Mississippi State, so we're going to get a chance to do that right now. Of course, the guy's going to be Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill is going to be the running back in this offense. Cannot wait to see what he does in the air raid. We know what he can do on the ground. Uh, Looking forward to seeing him uh, get more catches as well out of the backfield. But we have Jaquavius Marks and Dylan Johnson in the backfield as well and uh we're going to see a lot of receivers out there on the field you're going to see just as many running backs on the field as well so how is marks and johnson going to contribute to this offense well i
1: think i think they're going to play a lot and i think i think they're going to be good and uh you know marks is right in the thick of it you know marks is playing really well i mean um and uh you know i think I, i think all three will play and i i think all three will play and then uh and I think, you know, uh, kind of the beginning of, uh, well, it's hard to say, you know, this year's pretty tough to figure out, uh, with all the stop and start, you know, where, where the beginning was is tough to identify. But, um, I think over a period of time through the off season and since we started practicing, uh, uh, you know, Marx has just steadily improved.
0: But, hey, that's enough about us. It's game week in the SEC. Mississippi State getting ready to take on LSU. We'll hear Coach Leach's thoughts on different aspects of the LSU game coming up, including one idea that really shows the signs of the times here in 2020. LSU Talk coming up next
1: on Locked On Mississippi State.
0: It's LSU Game Week, and we're talking about it here on Locked On Mississippi State. Coach Leach having his weekly media availability uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, we're talking about it here on today's show. Uh, we talked about several aspects of the depth chart. We've talked about just preparing for uh new offense and trying to get a new get to know a new team in a uh, very unusual year. But now it's all about this week's opponent. This week's opponent. Man, that sounds good to hear. After about a a three-week delay in SEC football, it's LSU week. And uh, we're going to start with just the overall mindset heading into a game like LSU to open the 2020 season.
1: Uh, I would say we're a work in progress. I I think that um, we're a work in progress. I think we're getting better. I mean, most of what we see is encouraging and uh everybody wants everything perfect all the time um but we are seeing great energy and uh so we want to get closer to perfect and uh and do it even faster you know i mean that's what you're always working on and uh no matter what happens you're working on that but uh, <clears throat> you know the biggest thing is is we got some explosiveness but we want to have some consistency we want to we wanna, uh, uh, you know, we we want we want to stay explosive, but we uh, we want to have uh, uh, higher on base percentage. How would that? How's that? Something that we hit on on uh, yesterday's show
0: was just how different things are at LSU right now. A lot of players went to uh, the NFL. Uh, Chris Gordy on Locked On SEC yesterday. If you haven't gone to listen to that show, please do. It's a great show. Chris Gordy, great host. Uh, said that he feels like he saw about a quarter of the LSU roster from last year's national championship team playing on Sunday in the NFL, and he's not wrong about that. Several others have opted out, some due to COVID concerns, some due to COVID concerns, and the possibility of having a pretty good NFL draft stock. Uh, And, of course, the perks of winning the national championship in some ways is you're going to lose some coordinators to some head coaching jobs or just some bigger jobs in the NFL. Uh, Joe Brady, now the offensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers, and Coach Matt Rule in the NFL. Dave Aranda, the defensive coordinator from last year, now the head coach at Baylor. Uh, they have a brand-new defensive coordinator. I should say a brand-new uh, defense coordinator, but he's been at LSU before. That's Bo Pelini. Bo Pelini now back on the Bayou, and Steve Ensminger moves into that offensive coordinator role full-time for the LSU Tigers. So uh, just some early thoughts
1: on LSU ahead of this week. You know, what's what's tough about them, um, you know, because you know they got quality players and quality coaches. Uh, but what's tough about them is, um, is uh, you know, there's going to be some change in, uh, you know, some of what they do scheme-wise on both sides of the ball. You know, maybe subtle changes, but there is going to be some change. And then um, the other thing is, uh, just like I was asked earlier about our team, um, you know they have some new faces too, and uh, I hope those new faces are worse than the guys that left. Okay, and um, but uh, you know intellectually I know some of them will be better, uh, but it's the same thing. So as far as just saying, you know this position, that position, the other position, um, that's tougher with them now than it is sometimes because they do have a number of new faces and um so i in the end i mean we can only control uh what we can control and that's just us being the best team that we can be because um kind of uh real precise evaluations on on their scheme and their personnel are kind of are are pretty tough uh this this time out of the blocks i mean if you play in fourth games, uh, then it's a little more clear cut because you got film. But, um, you know, some of these guys we haven't seen play and, and some of these coaches we haven't uh, seen what they have to offer this time around. So Coach
0: Mike Leach coming to Mississippi State, having to install a relatively strange offense compared to what we normally see in the Southeastern Conference. When he takes the job, he's thinking, okay, we're playing New Mexico to open the year. We've got Tulane open in the year. Um, we're going to have some time to work out some kinks. COVID-19 happened. The SEC office elected to go to a conference-only schedule. That way, it's probably the closest thing to the NBA bubble that the SEC could do where uh, they can kind of control what's going on in the conference, not so much what everyone else is doing. They felt like that was the uh, right thing to do at the time. I still think it's the right thing to do, but because of that, You're not getting New Mexico. You're not getting a Louisiana Monroe. You're not getting an Arkansas State. You're getting the LSU Tigers. So because of that and having to install an offense, not getting as much time in the summer, not having a spring practice to get it all installed and really get things going, do you really have to fast-track the installment uh, when it comes to putting in the air raid offense?
1: Uh, I think less trial and error. You know, you got. I think we... We really' got to hone it down and make sure we try to feature what we're best at and put our personnel in the best position we can. Um, but you know, and I was inclined that way anyway, but I guess there's less margin of error on it um, because uh, and you know in, in the the people that sort the schedules or whatever, I don't know who in the SEC's got the toughest schedule. But the toughest schedule that's ever been played in the history of college football is going to be one of the teams in the SEC this year. You know, 10 for 10, straight SEC teams, no non-conference. Uh, that, 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 that's, that's going to be the toughest schedule that's ever been played in uh, in college football. And lastly, a true sign of the times
0: here in 2020 is uh, the great Tom Jones once said, it's not unusual for teams to go out preparing for road games, getting into the indoor practice facility, pumping in crowd noise as loud as you possibly can to prepare you for an atmosphere like they're going to have on Saturday at Death Valley. The only thing about it is, is that due to COVID-19 protocols, they are allowing some fans into the stadium, but only at 25%. Tailgating isn't going to be as crazy as it normally is in Baton Rouge. So... uh so just based on that aspect right there right there, I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be a much easier time than we normally will, but LSU's fans are still one of the craziest in the country and you've still got to prepare for them. So uh preparing for Death Valley at twenty five percent. How are you doing it, Coach Legion?
1: Yeah, we kinda of treat it like we do practice. Uh, they, they no, the no the noise um and the, the, our, our our last, uh, and we're going to work on the the speakers a little. Our last uh, stadium deal with the noise, which was uh, last Thursday, um, <clears throat> it was loud-ish. Uh, we want it louder, and then and and probably louder than maybe some of the stadiums will be. But the biggest reason is is um, uh <clears throat> first of all, it's my hope that these stadiums aren't empty all year long and i you know and i don't know if that may be wishful thinking and then the other thing is um you know what i like about the noise even if uh <clears throat> the stadium's relatively quiet is you have to be alert on your communication and communicate nonverbally so uh this week when we go uh out there on thursday you know we're going to get this thing uh, uh cranking, probably illegally loud based on uh, game experience you know uh, nobody follows it, but everybody's uh, uh, loudspeakers are supposed to be a certain, you know, only so loud, I guess. Or at least the Pac-12 had a rule like that. Maybe they don't hear, but um, <clears throat> you're only supposed to go so loud. And then, of course, when they needed a third down, that thing would get, you know, louder than hell. But um, uh, no, we're going to get that thing cranked up, uh, to, to, you know, try not to hurt our ears too much. Uh um try to get some uh annoying sounds you know that are annoying and distracting and then communicate non-verbally so that uh um it's all the tighter if you have the ability to talk you know and then you know if you if you get it really loud and we do a good job uh Heck, we may be able to win a charades championship if we go against somebody in some category like that, you know, because as we signal. Check out that last quote right there.
0: Uh, Not only is Mississippi State going to try for a win on Saturday, they may win a charades title as well. (laughs) That's a pretty good thought there by Coach Leach and the play calling. Uh, That's going to do it for uh, press conference coverage from Coach Mike Leach ahead of Mississippi State and LSU coming up on Saturday. A couple things that he did say as well is uh, we talked a lot about the depth chart situation. And as of right now, uh, there's still an or at the quarterback position, but it's 98% sure that KJ Costello will be getting the start on Saturday in Baton Rouge. Uh, He said, quote, I expect K.J. to start. Will's doing a good job, but I expect K.J. to start. Hasn't officially named it yet. I expect probably Thursday during his weekly radio show. We'll probably uh, hear the official word. Um, Another thing that he enjoys is a free Coca-Cola. He says that's probably one of the best things about doing the press conferences every week is that he gets to get his free Coca-Cola. So, hey, Coach Leach, here's a Coca-Cola to you. And uh, he also mentioned, too, that the team is 100% healthy for the LSU game. No injury concerns. Things are looking up. And I know this isn't locked on Mississippi State related, but I did want to bring up something very interesting that happened yesterday uh, a little to the west of us in Jackson, uh, where Deion Sanders, primetime Deion Sanders, is the head coach at Jackson State. Oh, man. Uh, 2020 is kicking a lot of people in the butt right now, but here in the state of Mississippi, when it comes to college football, we are making the most out of this. We are taking the lemons that 2020 has given us, and we are making the best lemonade that you have ever had in your life. You've got primetime Deion Sanders, now the head coach at Jackson, Mississippi. Here at Mississippi state, you've got the pirate, Mike Leach. And then up North, the lane train, Lane Kiffin is up there. Hey, it's been a crazy year, but Mississippi, we're going to have a lot of fun doing it this year. Uh, that's going to do it for Locked On Mississippi State today. Be sure to join us tomorrow for more Mississippi State LSU coverage ahead of the game coming up on Saturday. Again, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram. That's at Locked On Miss State, Locked On M I S S S T. That's both the usernames for Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you're not on either one of those platforms, you can email us at lockedonmississippistate at gmail.com. How are you listening to us today? Are you Are listening to us on Spotify? Are you listening to us on Apple Podcasts? However you're doing that, if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe. That way that you know when a new episode is going up every day. And you can also leave us a review and a rating to let us know how we're doing and uh, if there's any concerns that uh, we need to address here on Locked On Mississippi State. So until tomorrow, Hell State! We're a day closer to game day.